Welcome back to the Silent Thoughts podcast. Took a little break for a little bit. For whatever reason, whenever I hear the term seasonal depression, I think that it only correlates to like winter time. But I always get it around like April, May when it starts warming up. I mean, I'm in Florida, so it's never really cold here. But whenever the idea of summer starts floating around the internet where everyone's like, oh my god, summer's coming, summer bod, summer everything, it makes me so depressed to the point where like I can't do anything. So I'm finally pulling out of my seasonal depression. Love that for me. It was a great time. Had so much fun. Loved it. Thanks for asking. But I'm finally getting the motivation back to start working on my projects and just trying to get my life back together, I guess. Anytime April or honestly like March, March, April rolls around the corner, all of my motivation out the window, all of my just care for my well-being out the window. So now that it's getting close to my birthday, I'm thinking to myself, wow, I should get my shit together because I haven't done anything the last few months. And that's kind of the routine that always happens every single year where I start the year on like a high from the holidays because I love the holidays. And then after that wears off, after about a month or two, I fall into seasonal depression and then I just don't care about anything. And then once it starts getting closer to June, I'm like, oh shit, I need to get my life back together. So then from like, june to august i'm holding steady and then october to like november i start falling apart again but then i remember christmas is around the corner and i get super excited because i have such a positive like outlook on holidays and everything just because when i was a kid i was always looking forward to christmas because it always meant that there was a break coming up in my life and i've been grateful enough to been able to still provide myself a break around Christmas time because of the job that I have and how flexible it is um, to give myself that break and just really get into like the holiday spirit and just feel so free. And then it just starts over again once I come off the high from the holidays. So I'm finally, finally pulling out of this rut, but I've been just struggling. I've been struggling and I didn't want to talk about it. So I didn't want to come on the podcast and I haven't been streaming. I've been dealing with so many other headaches that have just been kind of roadblocking me from everything. And this is more so just going to be like an update because some of you don't watch my stream, which is okay, but I more so talk about what's been going on anytime I am able to stream. And I wanted to give you an update on here so you don't think that I just like up and died. I didn't. I'm alive. I'm living, question mark, but I'm alive. So some of the main things that have been happening recently, uh, this one doesn't really affect the podcast in a way because I don't need it to record, but I've been running into a lot of issues with my internet lately. And to just put this whole thing into perspective, we have to go back like honestly, almost a year now. So I've been living in this apartment for about two years. And when I first moved in, the internet was fine, at least to the point where I didn't notice any significant like outages or anything. I pay for a gig speed internet, so I should be getting at least a thousand megabits per second download speed. I think the plan that I have is actually 1,200 megabits of download speed, but I should be getting at least a thousand. When I first moved here, I didn't really notice any hiccups in the internet everything was fine. I was able to stream just fine at any time of day. And then my neighbors moved out and I got new neighbors. And when I got these new neighbors, I still didn't really notice any interference in the internet um, until about like, 
eight months ago, all of a sudden the internet just was not working, like at any time of day. And I get terrible phone service, so I rely heavily on the internet, even just to use my phone, just so I can get service in my city. So I noticed there were a few days where like my phone wasn't working and I wasn't able to get online on my computer or anything. And I was like, all right, this is annoying. So I'm sitting here, I'm restarting my router. I'm trying to get in contact with my internet provider and they're just like not really helping me, not giving me any updates. They're like, yeah, no, this is just weird. We could send the technician out, whatever. So they send a technician out. The technician comes and looks at my internet stuff and they just replace like the outlet that's on my wall that connects to my router. I'm like, okay, well, uh, you should be, you should be fine now. And I was like, okay. So my internet was a little bit better, but for the most part, like nothing really changed. So after that technician came, a few days later, I get a text, just like an outward update text from my internet provider being like, hey, just so you know, um, we are updating some of your external equipment outside. So that way all of your equipment can be upgraded and you can receive like better service. We're doing this as just a company wide sort of update. So like bear with us if you have any issues, it's probably because we're updating all of the equipment outside. And when I say equipment outside, I'm in an apartment building. So I have like standalone apartment buildings in my complex and it's like each building has their own main router, right? So there's like this hub router that connects to every single unit in my building. And that's what they were updating. They were upgrading the hub router outside. So this is like this little room attached to my apartment building that has all of that router stuff. So after I got that text, I noticed like my internet was still out for another day. And then the next day it seemed to come back on. And I was like, okay, awesome. Finally, I have internet again after not having internet for like a week. This is really annoying. So I'm going about my day and everything seems to be fine. You know, everything's working and I'm okay. And then about a week or two after that, all of a sudden my internet just goes in and out like sporadically there's no warning there's no nothing just all of a sudden i have my internet that i'm paying for and then i have no internet like i can't even refresh a google page like i have no internet and i'm sitting here like this is annoying because it's going in and out and it wasn't like for a few second period it would be like for a few minutes my internet would just kind of go out and then come back and then go out and then come back so i was like okay this is annoying so i contacted my internet provider and i was like hey we're having some issues like could you come and fix it so they come out and they look at everything and of course when they come out and look at everything everything's working just fine so like we don't we don't see an issue maybe the time that you called us it was just having a hard time and i was like all right that makes sense um Thanks for nothing. So they leave. And the same day that they leave, they leave. And then a few hours later, the internet's doing it again. But this time, it's not like out for a few minutes, on for a few minutes. It is in and out every other second. So it's a lot quicker this time. And the internet just keeps dropping. And it's still to the point where I can't do anything. So I'll be like working on a project. And then all of a sudden, the internet will die. So my project won't save. And then I'm sitting here like, okay, well, I can't do anything. I can't watch Netflix because it's just buffering every two seconds. Can't use my phone because I have no phone service and no internet. So I'm just sitting here like staring at the wall. So I contact them again. They're like, okay, we'll send out a technician. So they send out a technician and he comes. Same thing, just replace is like this little thing on my wall. I'm like, all right, th this clearly didn't work last time. So like, there's another issue. So this time the guy takes a second and he's looking around and he's like, okay, well, let me go check the box outside. Like maybe there's something going on with the box outside. So he looks and he's like, oh yeah. Um, the box outside of the four 
cables that we have setting up everything like you don't need all four to work but you need them to at least be working at a certain capacity to provide you internet of the four you only have one working the other three are completely offline so the one that's working is barely working so i'm gonna be honest with you i don't even know how you're getting internet at all I was like, oh, great. Love that for me, that you guys installed this whole new thing to upgrade us and it's not even working. So he just puts in like some maintenance request ticket and he's like, they'll get back to it when they get to it. So apparently they come and they fix it and I still don't really notice a difference. My internet's still going in and out. So I'm getting frustrated at this point because it's getting, it's getting to the point where it's been multiple weeks and my internet is still broken. I'm still being charged for the same amount, which now that I'm talking about this on the podcast, I just realized I still never called my internet provider to see if I could get some sort of credit. I wonder if it's too late, but we'll see. So at this point, it's been a couple weeks where I haven't really been able to stream because anytime I do try and stream, the internet goes out. So then the stream either lags or I'm unable to even get a connection to Twitch. So I'm getting frustrated because I'm unable to work essentially. And I contact them again. They send out another technician. And this time the technician is like really looking at the problem. He's like, okay, clearly you've had multiple people out already. And they put out a maintenance request to fix the box, but the box is still broken. So I'm going to put in another request for them to fix the box, but I'm also going to see if there's anything that I can upgrade on your end to make it just a better overall connection. So the way that internet routers work with my provider is there's the modem, right? And then the modem connects to the wall. And then in the wall, there is a cable that runs through from my apartment all the way to the box outside. So the guy is looking at my cable and he says to me, you know, my apartment was built like a really long time ago and they don't go through and wire the apartments frequently because that requires them to, you know, go in and get an okay from the apartment um, renter to go and feed this new cable through. So they normally leave it alone, but the equipment that I had in my wall, the wire was old. So this wire, although it was working fine with the prior equipment that they had when I moved in, it isn't able to keep up with the new box outside. So the strength of the signal of the box outside was too much of a signal to feed through my cable. So that's why it was going in and out on top of the cables outside being bad. So I don't know if it was just like a backlog of all the cables being bad. So therefore like the box just couldn't keep up or if they just installed it wrong or, or what's going on with that. But the man was saying that the cable on my wall was bad and that it needed to be replaced. After getting that knowledge, um, did he schedule an appointment to fix the wire? No. <laughs> Instead, he just let it be. He was like, oh, just so you know, your wire's bad. And I was like, all right, love that for me. Can you fix it? And he was like, no, I don't fix that. Another person in a different division fixes that. So from there, I was like, okay, well, how do I make an appointment with that guy? He was like, well... Um, I'm gonna schedule an appointment with them to come and change your wire. And I was like, all right, awesome. So he gives me the appointment. And mind you, at this point, since I've had so many technicians come out, I've also had to call off of work multiple times for these technicians to come out and fix my stuff. So this guy's like, okay, here's this next appointment. And I'm just beyond frustrated already. So I'm like, okay, just whenever, whenever you're next available, like make the appointment. So he makes the appointment. And I call off of work that day, whatever. And he makes the appointment, I think the next earliest was like eight in the morning the next day. And I, 
I tried my best to stay up. I set alarms. I did. I set alarms and I was awake. However, I fell back asleep for no joke, a five minute period. And I keep my phone on mute. So like I have a ring camera. My ring camera is constantly going off with my neighbors constantly just standing outside. So my phone's always on mute just because I don't want the ring going off every two seconds and whatever. Like the only thing that I have on is my alarms. So I made sure that I was awake, but I fell back asleep for five minutes. And I know that it was only five minutes because I was awake at eight o'clock. And the way that these uh, appointments are set up, sorry, I'm like jumping back and forth. The way that these appointments are set up, it's like a two hour period. So anytime from this two hour period, this person could just show up randomly. Like, and you just have to be available for the two hours. So I made sure I was up at eight <clears throat> and then I fell back asleep. And then I woke up at 8.06 and I have a wall of texts from Jackson, a wall of ring notifications, and like three phone calls from the technician trying to get a hold of me. This man was standing outside my apartment for five minutes. I was asleep and I missed him. So what did he do? He canceled the appointment. So here I am freaking out because I called off of work and I missed my appointment by five minutes. And this man like is already gone. Like he literally left at 8.05. I woke up at 8.06, read all these notifications. And this man was completely like gone out of my complex by the time I actually realized what was happening. And I was so pissed off at myself because I missed him. <laughs> You know, like I was awake, I was here, I was awake and I missed him by five minutes and Jackson was on the ring. He was like, you need to like knock really loud because she's a really heavy sleeper. Like I promise she's in there. I promise, I promise like really just knock really loud. And I heard nothing, nothing. So I don't know if this man did knock really loud or what, but he was standing there for five minutes and then he was like, all right, well, I gotta go. Like I can't just sit here all day, which I understand. But I was so distraught the entire rest of the day that I hop on the phone with the provider real quick. And I was like, hey, I just had somebody that was supposed to be scheduled here and they were outside for five minutes and I literally just missed them. And I was honest with the first person that I was on the phone with. I told her like, I, I slept through the meeting. Like the guy was only here for five minutes, but I'm frustrated because it's a two hour window. So can't you just send him back? She was like, well, he marked the job as complete. So I can't send him back. You just have to make a new appointment. And I'm over here like, oh fuck, like I need this guy to come back. Like I need this wire to be done. So she's like, okay, well we have another available um, appointment at 11, if you could do 11. I was like, fine, like I'll do 11, just make the appointment. I have her make the new appointment. And um, I remember that the last technician that came, he gave me his phone number. He was like, hey, if you have any issues, because sometimes like the customer service people don't really know what they're doing, like give me a call and I can see if I can contact my supervisor for you. And I was like, all right. So I give him a call and I tell him what happened. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. I slept through, like I was only asleep for five minutes, five minutes and I missed the guy, like I don't know what to do. He was like, all right, here's what you say. You're gonna call this number. You're gonna call dispatch and you're gonna tell them, this is what happened. You missed the guy by five minutes. You went to open the door and the guy was just completely gone, even though like he, he was supposed to stay for whatever. And um, you like spoke to him. And as he was walking down the stairs, she said, nope, sorry, you already missed your window. You know, like he marked the job is done, he left. And I was like, man, you know, I feel bad lying, but whatever, like I need this internet fixed. So I called dispatch back and I told them that story. They're like, oh my god, like, we're so sorry that that happened. Like, yeah, sometimes these wire people are just dicks and they don't really, like, care to do the job. So, um, we'll send, we'll send them out. It looks like you already have a technician coming at 11. So, we'll just make sure that, like, everything's good going forward for your appointment. And I was like, okay, awesome. So, my appointment comes at 11. And mind you, I'm under the impression that this is the wiring guy. 
Because that's what I was told. I was told that it's the wiring guy. And he knocks on my door. And I'm like, oh my god, finally, like, the wiring man. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're here to do my wiring, right? And he's like, no, I'm just a normal technician. I'm like, well, I, like, with all due respect, I don't need you. I need the wiring guy. And he's like, oh, well, let me take a look at everything. So I'm going through this entire process again where he's, like, taking the plate off my wall. He's looking, he's like, oh, your cable's bad. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Like, that's why I need a wiring man. So he's like, well, the way that this works, since the wiring people are in a different unit, um, like, different branch of our company, we need to schedule an appointment for the wiring man. I'm like, that's what I thought the other guy was doing. But instead, you're here. Um, and he was like, okay, well, we'll just take care of it now. So we make an appointment with the wiring man for, I think, like, the next day or, like, the next two days. So I take off another day of work. So that guy just kind of made the appointment and then left. And I was like, okay, cool. So now I'm off of work for, like, a five-minute appointment. And mind you, the entire morning, I was so distraught that I slept through my appointment that I made myself physically sick. I was so nauseous and filled with so much anxiety that I could not move off of the couch the entire rest of the day. I was just so sick. So after calming down from that, the next day I went to work and I was still coming down from that anxiety. And I don't know if you've ever had anxiety. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But I was so exhausted the next day, emotionally, just from all of the stress that I went through the day before that I was like falling asleep while doing my job. Like I was so, I made myself so sick and so tired that the next day I was just miserable. So when it finally came around to my wiring appointment, I'm sitting around, I think the appointment window was from like 11 to one. I'm sitting around and waiting, it's 11.30 now waiting 11:45 and I'm thinking to myself like oh haha like what if he misses the appointment and then 12 o'clock rolls around and I'm starting to get a little bit more anxious because I'm like oh like what if he misses the appointment so it's 12:30 still no guy 12:45 and I'm like starting to lose hope and this is the same thing where it was like the few days before where now I'm filled with so much anxiety that I d- I'm just sick I'm sick because I've just been waiting so long for this to be fixed. And at this point, it's been like two months. So I'm just waiting for my internet to get fixed. And 12.50, still not here. So I'm like watching the ring like a hawk. No cars are moving in, no nothing. And I'm texting Jax and I'm like, you know, I think it's just to the point where like this guy isn't showing up and like whatever I tried, like we're just not gonna have internet. And once we move, then we'll have internet. But for now, like we just... We're just going to be wall stairs. So as I'm texting him that, it's like 12.56, I get a knock on my door. I'm like, oh my God, thank God. Like this man had four minutes left in his window and he finally shows up to my apartment. So I open the door and I'm so excited to see him. And the first thing he says to me is, do you have access to the apartment below you? And I'm like, what? He's like, do you have access to the apartment below you? Because I'm on the second floor. And what I didn't know is that since I'm on the second floor... And the way that they built the apartments, they built them like idiots. So this wire that feeds into my apartment goes straight down into the apartment below me, then takes a 90 degree angle towards the box outside. So in order to replace my cable, they need access to the apartment below me because they have to feed this cable from the box outside all the way up to my apartment. And it just does not budge around that corner, it gets caught. So we need to feed it up from the the apartment below. So 
I didn't know that. And since I've waited so long for this guy to come, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, okay, well, nobody told me that. So can we try knocking on the door below me? So he's like, all right. So we try knocking on the door below us and he's waiting around for like 10 minutes. The guy doesn't answer. So he comes back up and he's like, all right, well, I can't do anything. So until you get access to the apartment below you, like make an make a appointment with them and then call us back. And I was like, that's it? He was like, yeah, I mean, I can't really help you. So then he walks away and drives off. Doesn't help me schedule like an appointment with a technician in the future. Doesn't help me do anything. He just literally is like, yeah, I can't help you. Bye. And leaves. So now I am a wreck. I am crying, freaking out because nobody told me that I needed access to the apartment below me. Of the seven technicians that I had here and half of them saying, oh, your wire's bad. They don't tell me that I need access to the apartment below me in order to replace the wire. So I didn't go ahead and, you know, talk to my neighbor about anything. So I call my internet provider back and I'm like, hey, this is what just happened to me. Like this guy literally just left and he didn't help me. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And they're like, okay. Thankfully I had an appointment scheduled right after the wiring guy because they needed to make sure that the wiring was set up properly and that they could connect my modem and whatever and then everything would be fine. So they were like, okay, well we see that you have another technician coming out soon. So he'll come out and he'll talk to you about everything and you can go from there with him. I was like, all right, cool. So. He comes and I've been thinking this entire time, you know, I've never interacted with my neighbors downstairs. I don't know what kind of people they are. I like, I've never really even seen them. So I just decided when the new uh, technician came to make the appointment that I would, you know, give them notice that this was happening um, and that I needed access to their apartment and just give them like 48 to 72 hours notice that this was going on. I felt that that was ample time and I scheduled the appointment um, with the technician to re-meet with the wiring guy like in 72 hours time. So once that appointment was set, I typed up a letter for my downstairs neighbor and I was like, hey, you know, just explaining the situation like, I was saying that I work from home and that I need my internet to work and that my internet hasn't been working for months and I've been trying to get it fixed and now finally we've gotten to a point where they're saying that they need to replace the wire in my apartment. However, in order to do that, they need access to your apartment and you know, I was just being like super formal with everything because I need to backtrack a few steps. I did try going to the office to see like if they could help me get access to the apartment and they were like, unless it's an emergency, like we don't have the legal right to go into the apartment. I'm like, that makes sense. And they were like, um, so we're not able to give you their contact information um, and we're not going to help you contact them. You need to try and contact them on your own. And I was like, okay, well, that's annoying that you know that I have a problem and that you're not going to help me contact them. But like, I get it. I'll try and contact them first. And then if nothing happens, we'll go from there. So I try to reach out to them. I leave them a note and they read the note. They don't get back to me. I left my phone number and everything. Like if you have any questions or if you want to talk about it, like, please feel free to text me. So they read the note. I'm like, okay, I'm under the impression that we're all good because they didn't say anything. I'm like, oh no, we don't want anybody in our apartment. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're good. So the appointment rolls around for the wiring people and I'm sitting around, same thing. It's like a 12, 11 o'clock to one o'clock timeframe. I'm sitting around, sitting around. And at this point it's like 1230 and the guy still hasn't shown up and I'm just so anxious. And he gives me a phone call and he's like, Hey, do you have access to the apartment below you? And I tell him what I did. I'm like, Hey, um, I haven't had a chance to actually talk to my neighbor, but I left them a note. They read the note. So they're, they're informed of what's going on. And he was like, okay, I'll see you soon. So, um, he never shows up. 
the wiring man the second time never shows up. I don't know if he was like under the impression that I didn't have complete access to the apartment below me or like what's going on um and he just decided not to show up or god forbid he got into a car accident or what but this man never comes back to to my apartment so it was the same thing where i have a technician scheduled after him to you know check his work and that technician shows up and he's like okay like i'm here to check the wire and i'm like (laughs) the wire was never pulled the guy never showed up and he was like you're kidding right i'm like no i'm not kidding so um i need help And I don't know what to do because I can't keep taking off of work and I don't know if I have access to the apartment below me. So like I need help trying to get in contact with them because the office isn't helping me. So this guy, God bless his soul, he was the nicest, most helpful technician I've experienced so far with this company. And he's like, okay, well, let's go, let's go try and talk to them. It's starting to warm up out there. If you need some new clothes to add to your wardrobe, go to blindofisilence.com and check out our merch collection where you can find some nice short sleeve t-shirts and other things to fill your closet. Use code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T for 10% off your entire order. So he knocks on the door and he, my neighbor doesn't open the door for like a solid 10 minutes. So this technician's like, okay, I'm just going to go check your box while like we're waiting for him to open the door. And mind you, my downstairs neighbor, like he's super old, constantly is wearing like three masks, three masks on top of each other because he's like, I don't know if he has like an autoimmune disorder or what's going on, but like he does not want to interact with people. So he finally opens the door and i'm like oh thank god so like i'm saying hi like explaining who i am and i'm like did you get my letter and he's like yeah i got your letter i don't want anybody in my apartment and i'm like okay um stabbed in the stomach and the heart um i need access to your apartment because that's the only way for them to fix my internet and this guy's like starting to get frustrated with me even though we've only had a conversation for about two seconds and so i'm like okay okay i i have a technician here who can like explain what's going on And so the technician comes over and he's talking to my neighbor and I'm trying to think like, why is this guy just not cooperating? Because he's like fighting with the technician. And I had to step back and put myself in his shoes because to him, it's just a stranger that he's never talked to before. And then a stranger in a internet provider shirt claiming that he's from the internet provider company and that they need access to his apartment. And he's like scared because he doesn't want these two random people in his apartment. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, why do you need access to my apartment? So the technician's trying to explain that the way that like the apartment is wired, that they need to, you know, have access to his apartment to feed the wire through. And my neighbor's coming up with like every excuse in the book, like, oh, well, my internet's working. Why isn't her internet working? And the technician's like, well, there's two cables and her cables is bad. He's like, okay, well, who's to say that when you go in there, you don't break my internet? And he's like, if we did that, we would replace your internet. And he's like, oh, well, I have so much stuff in front of my modem that I can't move. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to give you ample time to set up the appointment for whatever's right for you, that you have time to, you know, get everything ready. He's like, oh, well, just yada, 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 making every excuse up in the book. And the technician says to him, look, I'm going to be honest with you. The only way to fix her internet is to go into your apartment and help feed her cable through like there's no other way for her to get internet and she doesn't have internet right now and she needs it for her job and he's just he doesn't care he said how is that my problem (laughs) 
So I'm getting frustrated. And he goes back into his apartment and he just locks the door and he's like, I'm done with this conversation. So I'm talking to to the technician and I'm like freaking out. I am crying in front of this technician, just so stressed out because this has been going on for months. And I finally felt like we had we were going somewhere and just nothing was happening. So I apologize to the technician. I'm like, I'm sorry for crying. I'm just, I'm so frustrated because I can't do anything. And I feel like this is completely out of my control and there's just nothing that I could do. And this guy, instead of being understanding me like, oh, your internet isn't working. Like, sure, you can come in and mess around. Um, he just is shutting down the complete idea of anything. So he's like, yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> your neighbor's kind of a dick. And he calls his supervisor. He's like, let me see what I could do on my supervisor. So he calls the supervisor and the supervisor's asking him, you know, like, is there any slack on the cable? Like, is there any way that you could try and just feed the cable through and see like if it'll budge? And so he's tugging on my cable, tugging on the cable outside. He's like, yeah, no, there's this cable is not budging. I had to completely take it out and then feed a whole new cable through. And in order to do that, I need access to the apartment below me. And I just, I can't get access to it. So I talk to the technician and while he's on the phone with the supervisor and I'm like, look, I'm going to try to go to the office because they told me try to get in contact with him first. And if he's like giving you a hard time just to, you know, talk to them and see if they could help. So I go to the office and I talk to the lady that I talked to the first time and I was like, Hey, um, so I scheduled an appointment and I tried getting in contact with my neighbor. Like you told me, but I just couldn't get in contact with them. So I gave them like ample notice and ample time being like, Hey, I'm making this appointment for this day. Like, please be home. And here's what's going on. And the lady yells at me and she's like, you can't make an appointment without talking to them. Like, we told you this. You have to get in contact with them. I'm like, okay, well, I tried getting in contact with them, and you weren't helping me. And the way that I tried didn't work, and now this guy is completely shutting down the idea of, like, getting my internet fixed. And so, as I'm saying all of this, there's, like, a language barrier for the lady that I'm talking to in my apartment complex. And so the receptionist, she speaks more English than the other lady. And she looks at me and she's like, what's going on? So I explained to her the entire situation, the whole few months that I've been dealing with. And she looks at me funny and she's like, that's weird because we have the same internet provider and I just have the same like modem as you, can I come to your apartment? So I'm like, yeah. So she comes to my apartment on the drive over. I'm explaining to her everything that's going on, like everything that needs to be fixed, like what the issue is and why I need access to the apartment below me. And... I thought she was listening to me because she seemed to be, you know, having a conversation with me. So she walks into my apartment, the um, internet technician's still here. And she's like, okay, show me where your modem is. So I show her where my modem is. And she's like, yeah, we have the same exact modem. Why don't you just move it to the other room? And I'm like, what? She's like, why don't you just move your modem to the other room? So that way your internet will be stronger in the other room. I'm like, no, that's not the issue. The issue is the modem is connected to an outlet on the wall and the outlet on the wall is connected to a wire that feeds all the way down to like the main hub box. That wire is broken. She's like, why are you talking about a wire? This is wireless internet. (laughs) I'm like, well, honey, in order for the internet to be wireless, it has to be connected to something to pump the internet through. And she's like not understanding what I'm trying to say. She's like, but it's a wireless router. Like, why is it? What are you talking about? Um, so I don't know if she thinks that the internet just like spawns, it's just in the air or like what. So the technician is like looking at me, like I have three heads and he asks me for a screwdriver because I guess he left his tools in the truck. He's like, I'm going to show you what she's trying to explain to you. So he takes the outlet off the wall and pulls this bright orange cable out of the wall and points to it and says, this is broken. She's like, oh, there's a cable in the wall. I'm like, there's a cable in the wall. Yeah. 
That's what I was explaining to you for the past, like, 30 minutes. The cable's broken. She's like, oh, yeah, well, in, in that case, you need access to the apartment below you. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. So she goes downstairs, and she knocks on the door, and my neighbor opens the door, like, almost immediately. And she's like, hey, um, I'm from the office, and they just kind of explained to me the entire thing, like, what's going on. Um, they're going to need access to your apartment. Not today, but at some point, they're going to need access to your apartment in order to get her internet fixed. So the guy brings up the question again. He's like, oh, well, if my internet's working, why isn't her internet working? And she's like, there's two cables. And he's like, oh, well, how is that my problem? She's like, well, since it's been brought now to the office's attention and she is a paying resident, she needs to be able to have access to the internet because that's one of the things that we provide in the lease. So if she's not getting access, she could sue us. So we need to make sure that she gets access to her internet. And this guy's over here like, oh, well, this is such an inconvenience for me. And mind you, the technician would be in his apartment for like five minutes, just trying to feed the cable through for five minutes. And she's like, oh, well, uh, like it just needs to happen. Like she's putting a firm foot down. Like this needs to happen. There's no questions asked. Like this is happening. If you aren't going to grant us access, we're going to set a date and we're going to have the maintenance people give them access to your apartment. Like this has to happen. So this guy's starting to realize like he's losing his battle. And he says that is way too much of an inconvenience for me for them to be in my apartment for five minutes. Why can't you just make her move to another apartment building? What? You want me to move all of my shit out of my room because you don't want somebody in your apartment for five minutes? Like, I get it. Maybe you're scared of COVID. Maybe you just don't want people in your apartment. Maybe you're cooking meth. I don't know what the fuck you're doing down there. But that pissed me off. Like, you're going to be that much of an idiot to not let somebody in your apartment for five minutes and instead you say, why don't you just make her move all of her shit, which will take multiple days, out of her apartment to move to another apartment just so she can get internet. How much of an idiot do you have to be to talk that into existence? So at this point, I'm pissed. Like, at first I was upset. Now I'm pissed because I just heard that. And I was like, no, you're, <laughs> you're an idiot. That's not happening. So all my sympathy for this guy out the fucking window. Like, that's dumb. So I think she was even confused by that comment and she was like, just, we're giving her access to your apartment. Like I'm signing off on it, it's okay. And I work in the office, it's okay. So this guy starts talking to the technician, asking a whole bunch of questions, like to make sure that he's not getting robbed. Um, which mind you, if I were to go through and rob you, why would I have such an intricate plan? Like, hello? Um, anyways. But he's talking to the technician for like two hours. So I like love this technician because he had so much patience for this case. And he was just under the impression that he was going to be here for like five minutes and then go on to the next house. But he's talking to my neighbor for two hours explaining like what's going to happen, what's going to happen over and over and over and over again. And he shows him the box outside. He's like, look, here's the box outside. Here are the two cables. This is hers. This is yours. Attach to the apartment. Um, see how I can't move hers. This is why we need access to your apartment. Hers is bad. Hers does not work. You see this red squiggly line and how yours is green? Hers needs to be green. And he's like, oh, okay. So like he's starting to understand. And it gets to the point where the technician's like, you know what? We'll upgrade you too. We'll upgrade you too to, to better internet for free just because of all this inconvenience that you keep claiming. And all of a sudden the guy's like, oh yeah, no, then it's fine. And he's like the nicest person in the world because he's like, oh, we're well, going to upgrade my internet. Then sure, you can come whenever you want. So he schedules the appointment with my neighbor, finding like my neighbor's availability. Cause I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like he picks a day. I will be here. Like just have him pick a day and whatever. My neighbor picks a day. 
two weeks out <laughs> from from when we were having this entire conversation. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, just another two weeks without internet. I'm like, whatever, he makes the appointment, we're good to go. So after that, the technician leaves and, um, well, he's like about to leave. And the office lady's like, come back to the office once you make an appointment. I'm like, okay. So the appointment that he scheduled was like two weeks out on like a Saturday from the window of 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. So same thing, they could come at any point between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go to the office and I tell them that. I'm like, hey, so this is when the appointment's scheduled since you want to be available. And once I say the time frame from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., all the ladies in the office are like, no, that's not going to work. I'm like, what? They're like, the office doesn't open until 9. So if you have any issues, we're not going to be able to help you beforehand. So like, that's not going to work. You have to make a new time. I'm like, respectfully, fuck off. <laughs> I didn't curse at them, but like, that's what I was thinking. Like, respectfully, I've been dealing with this for months and I've finally gotten somewhere. So whether you guys are there or not, it's happening. Like, I do not care. And they were like, oh, well, if you want the office to be involved, it has to be during a time frame that the office is open. And like, if, if they come before nine, like, we're not gonna be able to help you. I'm like, all right, if they get me before nine, I won't see you then. So I leave and I'm just pissed off. And the girl calls me and she's like, hey, um, my manager wants your technician to call to explain what's going on because she doesn't understand what's happening and she doesn't understand why this person needs access to the apartment below you. Like, this is such a rare case that this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, girl, you just... You just, ex I just explained everything to you, like why they need access to my apartment because like the cable doesn't work and the way that the cable is. And mind you, my management like just bought this apartment complex like a few months ago. So they don't understand everything that's going on in the building. And she's like, yeah, but it's such a rare case. Like there's no way that they would need access to the apartment below you for all of this. I'm like, girl, I just explained it to you. Like this is an old building and the way that they wired it is just weird. And she was like, whatever, they just, they need it in writing. So have your technician either come back now or send her an email. So I called the technician and I'm like, hey, can you come back and talk to the office for a few seconds? And he's like, I'm going to be honest with you. I already marked your job is done and I'm on my way. I'm on the highway right now. Like I can't turn around and come back. Like I have to make this new appointment time because these people have been waiting for two hours. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, could you just send them an email or like, could you have your supervisor send them an email? He's like, yeah, just text me like the email address and I'll take care of it. I was like, oh my God, like, I love you so much. Like, thank you so much. So I sent him, um, thankfully he gave me his phone number and he gave me his supervisor's phone number and he was on the phone with his supervisor and I talked to his supervisor. So I sent both him and his supervisor a text being like, hey, here's my situation. The office doesn't understand what's going on. So I need you to send an email to the manager to like explain everything that's happening. And I don't know if they did or not because nobody ever told me. But anyways, the two weeks pass. And I'm sitting around a few days before the appointment again. I type up a letter and I'm like, hey, just a reminder, like, I still don't have internet and you agreed to this appointment that's happening on this day. So, like, here's when the appointment is. Just a reminder, like, please be home. Please, 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 please be home. So, I post that on his door and he reads it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> awesome. Um, still doesn't contact me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, at least he got the letter. I know that he got the letter and I know that he read it. And the appointment rolls around. Same thing from 8 a.m., to 10. <sighs> Tell me why the um, appointment time frame ends at 10 and this motherfucker knocked on my door at 9.59. 9.59. Mind you, it was still in that, that time frame so like, <laughs> he made it. But it was 9.59. So he knocks on my door and immediately I push past him. I'm like, I like, hold on. So I knock on my neighbor's door. Thankfully, my neighbor opens the door within like 30 seconds. And he's like, 
hello i'm like the technicians here are we still good to go he's like yeah we're fine like they can come in and all of a sudden like fireworks were going off there were rainbows everywhere there were like doves flying out flying out of the sky and like pigs were flying i was over cloud nine i was so fucking happy i was like oh my god finally so the wiring man goes in there and he starts getting to work and i tweeted on twitter like in live time everything that was happening during this appointment because I was just so stressed and I just had so many emotions going through my body because finally after like three months of just turmoil it was finally coming to an end and I was just being so annoying on Twitter like tweeting every two seconds like oh my god I hear the wire in the wall like oh my god he's downstairs like oh my god so it's still up there you can still see it on my Twitter if you'd like but he was in this poor man's apartment for like an hour so like I feel bad because I was under the impression that it was gonna be like five or ten minutes but I think because he was also replacing his wife Wire, took a little bit longer but the entire time I was freaking out because all of these what-ifs were going through my head the day before when I was at work I was like okay well what if the guy doesn't let him in his apartment which he did and then I started thinking like okay well what if he lets him into his apartment and then he feeds the cable or he takes the old cable out and then he locks the door and he's like you know what never mind I don't want you in my apartment anymore and then that started going through my head and then I was like well yeah because then I'm not gonna have any internet and then I'm just gonna be screwed and I was like, oh, well, if that's the case, I could just go to the office. And I'm like, well, what if he doesn't, what if he doesn't like go into the office and he like calls the cops and he's like, oh, well, these people are trying to get access to my apartment because knowing the office, they didn't leave him a note being like, hey, just a reminder, like these people won't have to come into your apartment. And I was like, then what if I get sued and all this stuff? So I'm like freaking out. And the entire time this guy's just down there like feeding a wire through and I'm just like, oh my God, like am I gonna have to sell my kidney to be able to cover the cost of being sued? And everything's just fine. So... <laughs> He finally comes up into my apartment and he pulls a cable there and he's like, okay, I'm done. And then he leaves. And I was like, just, just so fucking happy that the cable was finally in. But nothing was done yet because I still needed the other technician to come through and like set everything up. So he comes and sets everything up and finally I'm internet. And I was like, yes, let's go. So I get the cable and everything's working. And then seven o'clock hits and I have no internet. And I'm over here like, what's going on? So I've come to realize that from 7 to 10, I cannot use my internet, or at least to the point where I can't stream. Like, I can still play games, it's laggy, but I can't stream from 7 to 10. So I'm over here like, what the fuck? Like, I went through this entire thing to get this new cable, and my internet is still ass. So Jackson was leaving one day to go to the gym, and he's talking to my neighbor, he runs into my neighbor, and my neighbor's over here like, yeah, man, I don't know what's going on, like, I've been trying to stream. And the internet just goes out, like, randomly. And Jackson's like, wait, you stream? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, I stream. Uh, I've been streaming for a while. The internet was fine for a bit. And then all of a sudden, like, it's not really working anymore. And I just, I don't really know what to do. And Jackson's like, wait, you stream? Like, when, when are you trying to stream? And the guy's like, oh, normally at night, you know. Like, I normally start, like, around 6 and then try to stream throughout the night. But it just, it just doesn't want to work. And, like, that's what I do for my job. And I'm over here, like... My neighbor and I have been trying to stream at the same time, and we've been bottlenecking each other's internet. So, he moves out after, like, that conversation with Jackson, because that whole conversation was him pretty much saying, like, hey, I'm moving out, I'm moving down the street, just because I want a bigger room, I, nothing to do with the internet, like, yeah, it'll be nice to have better internet, but... I just, I need a bigger apartment. So Jackson comes to me and he's like telling me this whole thing. And I'm like, that is so funny that of course my next door neighbor and I have been bottlenecking each other. Um, but even after I moved out, I'm still having issues at night. 
um, with my internet, which I don't really know why, and I don't feel like contacting my internet provider anymore because it just it's such a headache, and I don't want to go through that stress anymore. So I'm trying to stream during the day now to see if that fixes it, but I'm still also, you know, juggling not being motivated enough to, like, stream and put makeup on and stuff like that. So that's kind of the update at least from the streaming side of everything that's been going on i have other things that are going on that i will talk about in another episode but that is my internet story yeah don't, don't you just love it don't you just love all that shit that i just went through for my internet to still not work properly um yeah i do too uh that that's kind of that's kind of the update that i've been, been hanging on to um, but I have other stuff to talk about that I will talk about in another episode because we are already reaching 45 minutes here. But, and, and it's starting to thunder, so that'll be happening in the background if I keep going. So I'm going to cut it here. But thank you guys so much for listening. I apologize for the lack of content lately, and I promise to be better. I'm going to be trying to push myself. I keep saying this shit every single episode, but it, it's it's the truth. You know, I, I want this to work, and I want to be able to create content both in the YouTube space and on the podcast. However, you know, it's just rough sometimes when you have some mental illnesses that you're trying to battle. But I'm just going to take it in my own time frame and we're going to go from there. But I do appreciate you all still continuing to support the podcast. We're getting close to a thousand total downloads. So that's crazy. If you did enjoy listening to this podcast, please be sure to follow it on your favorite listening platform. If you want to see more content from me, check the description of this episode. There's a whole bunch of links everywhere. I'm on just about everything. You can look me up on every social media platform. My username is either blinded by silence or something very similar to it. If you just search that, I'm sure I'll pop up. I do stream on Twitch every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash blinded by silence. If you want to check out my merchandise, since we do have a little podcast section of the merchandise, please go to blindedbysilence.com and use code podcast to save 10% on your order. But I appreciate you all supporting podcast and I will catch you in the next episode. Later. <laughs>